Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. 6.33 as we head into the home stretch. As folks make their way home or have uh, already gotten home, you can understand that uh, getting through some inclement weather earlier in the hour, a lot of rain came down. We just heard Buddy calling from Orangeville. <laughs> it was coming down pretty hard. I thought it was hoofbeats. I didn't know what that was exactly. But I guess that was... Uh, the rain coming off his windshield. It's a respite of sort, isn't it? I mean, if it clears things out, I don't know that it has necessarily, but we're down to 26 degrees. That's a drop of about a half a dozen degrees in the hour. A little bit of a cooling effect, mercifully. But the heat wave that we've all been enveloped by was especially acute in Quebec, where 33 deaths have been blamed on that heat wave. 18 since the weekend, mostly men aged between 53 and 85. And none of them had air conditioning in their homes. Well, you know, I've uh, mused aloud with the price of hydro. I just wondered if this was going to be something visited upon us as well in Ontario. People may be reluctant to turn on the AC or just pick their spots. You'd hate to think that that would leave them vulnerable. And this is what they're saying. The folks who died were part of a vulnerable community or communities. They lived alone or lived with chronic or mental illness. And that's what the authorities are saying. If you're at home, don't stay alone. People living in long, long-term long care facilities can bring in portable fans or dehumidifiers to their rooms. Okay, well, hopefully. Or some just think they're going to tough it out. In the absence of AC? Are you kidding? It's intolerable. So, uh, do we have Mr. Armstrong on the line? Mike Armstrong was going to join us, Global National Quebec Correspondent. Okay, he is with us. He is with us. I and, am uh, indeed. Michael, how are you this afternoon? Very well. How are you? Pretty good. I mean, this heat wave has already killed 33 people in Quebec, 18 since the weekend. I mean, that sounds to me like it's extraordinary or out of the ordinary anyway. Yeah, well, this is the worst heat wave we've had since 2010. Uh, back then we had 106 deaths. So in a way, uh, it's actually been a little bit better than that time. Um, but uh, basically, there's an extreme heat plan underway. Uh, lots of uh, people sort of being proactive. The, the mayor's come out and said, check on family members, friends. We've got uh, the missions and shelters that are going out trying to get homeless people off the streets, which isn't always easy. Uh, they're passing out water. Uh, we've got cooling stations that have been set up, sort of libraries extending their hours, pools extending their hours, arenas, uh, even some, uh, I saw the first misting station that I've seen uh, in Old Montreal this evening. So even that's going on. And that's all part of a, a heat plan? Exactly. Uh, it's something that uh, experts have been working on for a few years. Um, and so first responders, emergency rooms are all working together. Uh, that's how we, we have such quick uh, results, actually, or, or um, we understand how these people died so quickly because everybody's sharing uh, the information. Uh, as far as the people that have died so far, they're apparently all in, in the Montreal region. They're all men, 53 to 85 years old, uh, living alone, higher floors in apartment buildings. That's where it gets tougher. Uh, none of them had air conditioning. And they're also from neighborhoods where there isn't much vegetation, uh, which makes a difference. Uh, poverty is actually one of the things that's, uh, that makes people more vulnerable to this. 
you're less likely to have an air conditioner, basically. Uh, if you're in some neighborhoods, sort of the West Island, 80, 85% of homes have air conditioning. If you're in some different neighborhoods, sort of downtown, it's probably around 40%. So how does it work? I mean, uh, we understand that, you know, the heat can be oppressive and very uncomfortable, but to claim a life, what takes place? Is it due to dehydration, uh, bad, uh, you know, people who have respiratory problems can't breathe? Tell us how that works. Well, I spoke to a public health official, uh, and he said that really the, the, the two main things, uh, one, of the, one of them is sweat. Uh, seniors are particularly at risk because their body doesn't sweat as well. Uh, and, and the other thing is they don't feel thirst the same, so they might not rehydrate uh, when they should. Also an issue, uh, medication uh, can cause problems. I mean, if you're taking a blood pressure medication, that can uh, make it more difficult for your body to react as well. And if you want to add something to it, today was the first time we had a smog alert on top of this heat alert. And so if you've got difficulty breathing, it just was even more difficult today. And the other thing is, as this goes on, it gets tougher and tougher. So we're sort of looking at the end of the heat wave tomorrow, uh, sort of midday, it'll be considerably cooler, but it's still going to stay over 30 with the Humidex all night, right up until 7 a.m. But uh, speaking to public health, they said, as it goes on, it can, the numbers can rise exponentially, basically. I find it interesting. We're 18 heat-related deaths since the weekend, but mostly men, as you said, between 53 and 85. Is there something uh, that has to do with gender? That's a great question. I, I haven't heard that, but that's certainly the minister uh, today, uh, who had a press conference sort of to give the bilan uh, an update on the situation. Uh, she, she specifically said, no, it's been men. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also a sort of a given that in these times of uh, extreme heat, you're advised not to leave kids and pets and cars and things like that. Have you guys had any incidents in Quebec or in Mont- Montreal that, uh, you know, these horrific outcomes because people just forget? Well, nothing like that uh, so far. But I'll tell you, they're being very proactive. Police have been out uh, since uh, Tuesday. 600 officers about. They've knocked on 25,000 doors checking on people. Fire department's been out. The public health officials have been going out as well. According to public health, they've knocked on 34,000 doors. So it's just the idea that you you knock on the door. They probably check the fire alarm, actually. But the reason they're really going in is to make sure that the people living there are okay. Uh, I would add, uh, the houses that they went into, the apartments that they went into where they did find people who had been killed, they were 33 to 40 degrees in those apartments. I mean, you can, might be able to tough that out for a day or two, but it's when you hit that third and fourth day that's uh, just, you can, your body can be overwhelmed. How is it possible that these apartments don't have AC? I mean, uh, if they're rental units anyway, I think they have to provide, don't they? No, not not at all. Uh, not not that I, I've never heard that actually. That that would be an interesting way to do it. Well, I wonder. I mean, maybe there's something uh, along the lines of, uh, I won't say a right, but an obligation on the part of the landlord to provide certain things, including air conditioning, during this. Well, just as they've got to turn on the heat in the winter. Well, I'll say I'll tell you we're we're finding even the hospitals that don't have air conditioning. The TVA did a story today where they visited five hospitals and found uh, several floors where the temperatures were up over 30, 31, 32, 33 degrees. That's tough. They even went into a palliative care ward and spoke to people who were who were saying like uh, I couldn't can't even eat because it's too hot. Really? Wow! In modern hospitals in this year and age. It's well, modern hospitals, some of our hospitals here were built in the 1800s. So. Okay, okay, yeah, Hotel Dieu, those kinds of play. Yeah. I get it. I guess Sacre-Cœur, the, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Sacre-Cœur as well. I guess, you know, the other thing is uh, you should check on a neighbor if you have any 
sort of notion that they they may be in distress or could be placed in a, a vulnerable position, that would be the neighborly thing to do. And a lot of folks doing that, I, I, I'm guessing, right? Oh, yeah. that's The, the mayor came out and said that uh, we should look at this as a team effort and make sure that people are checking to make sure uh, people are okay. I went to a house yesterday and the woman said she keeps an eye on her neighbors and she, said, she says she's watching them sleep on their balconies at night because uh, you, you just can't hang out inside your apartment if you've got no air conditioning. Well, some people do that for a vacation. It's called Balconville, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. I, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I actually, one of the, I went to uh, Kuwait on a story uh, two years ago and somebody told me that before air conditioning existed, what they would do in, there is they would put mattresses on the rooftops, families would put up sheets to to split up their areas on the rooftops, and then they would pour water on the mattresses and that's how the kids would sleep when the temperatures were 40, 45, even 50 degrees. Interesting. Yeah, I think that was just covering for a lot of bedwetters. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, Mike, uh, just trying to make light. Otherwise, a very, very serious consideration and concern anytime the heat hits the thermometer as it has in Montreal. We're not quite as bad now. We've had a little bit of rain come through, and it's 26 on our waterfront here. But uh, I appreciate that update and giving us insight into what's confronted folks in Quebec. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Send the rain here, please. Okay. And stay cool. Thanks. Mike Armstrong, Global National Quebec correspondent on that heat story. You know, a lot of people working outdoors, boy, some jobs are just so, you can't imagine people continuing to do that in the heat. I think of roofers. Saw that the other day. I mean, when it comes to these jobs that are just intolerable, the pink insulation people in attics, there's no way on God's gray earth you can make anybody work once the thermometer gets like north of 24, let alone 34. And of course, with the Humidex, Earlier today, was at 43. It felt like 43 degrees. I know I had some workers around the house, and, uh, you know, if they wanted to quit earlier, no grievance from me because I get it. Landscapers, Mikey, you did landscaping for a lot of years. You know how that feels. Unbearable. Yeah, it can be. Or a convenient excuse to knock off, but nonetheless, who's going to gripe, right? Oh, there was no knocking off where I worked. I remember many a day where it got so, it was those days where it became so hot. That right. they were sending the city workers home. That's it. We're done. <laughs> oh, no, not in my outfit. Get out there and mow that lawn. Well, you, you should have known better to join the public service then. All right. Uh, you know, the landscaper there, Mr. MacArthur, uh, at Mallory Crescent, where some bodies have been allegedly buried by him. He's going back into court on July 23rd. Be interesting because the latest installment on that story is more bones, human remains were found yesterday by the cadaver doctor.